This is Dear Ginger Lad, virtual advice on virtually everything. Coming from a place of love, joy, and gratitude, I answer your questions weekly on TikTok Live. I give honest, heartfelt advice on finding your truth and inspiring you to live your very best life. Follow on TikTok at GingerLad and at DearGingerLad, L-A-D-D, and submit your advice questions on DearGingerLad.com. And now, tap your screen and enjoy this episode of Dear Ginger Lad. Welcome to Dear Ginger Lad. This is Dear Ginger Lad, virtual advice on virtually everything. Um, thank you so much for all of the love and support, all of the help. There we are. Hi, welcome. So glad that you're here. We are on for our subscribers over on Instagram. Hello, subscribers. How you doing? I do ask if you're a subscriber on Instagram and you do have the option, come on over to Inst uh, to TikTok rather and come over and tap that screen and share this. Because wait, wait, what is this? What's happening? What's going on? What's that noise in the background? Well, I'm gonna tell you, I was wearing a I'm wearing a velour tracksuit. And um I'm already five degrees too too hot and you knew that so I needed to open up the window and I don't care if it's the winter time I need the cool air going over my bosoms and so I can cool it maybe I'll just do a little bit extra you know every 100k maybe I zip down just a little bit to show you what's underneath <laughs> that's why I'm so hot because there is something underneath here but I'm not showing it to you oh no no <laughs> no the whole idea is to come on in sit back relax and ask your advice questions for me uh, ginger lad this is season three of dear ginger lad you can also find the podcast on any single podcast app that you enjoy velour we we are really we are really trying to get into that 18 the 1880s yeah yeah this is what they wore in the 1880s <laughs> and the 1980s when you're a vampire it just all kind of 1780s 188 1980s it all kind of just blurs together after all this time that's good that you have a question. If you do have a question and you're not yet a subscriber, become a subscriber now. In about 15 minutes after our first question that I have already written in, you can ask a question, especially if you're a subscriber. So if you are um, not a subscriber, feel free to become a subscriber and I will open it, the, uh, the questions up exclusively for my subscribers, or as we like to call each other, our GVIPs. Can I get a shout out from my GVIPs? Do we have any GVIPs in the house? This is my applause for you. These, um, what? Have you seen me in these before? I, uh, there's my GVIP. Um, uh, yeah, I am, I am that cool mom. And, um, um, Billy, if you if you want to invite um, the baseball team over after school um, to lay around the pool, um, I can make you some snacks for the boys. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Cool, mom. 
I'm not like regular moms. I'm a cool mom. Listen, this is Dear Ginger Lad, virtual advice on virtually everything. If you want to submit an advice question, go to DearGingerLad.com, hit the button, and ask away. I have a monitor up here. I can see all of your questions if you ask them during the show. And if you would like to ask a question during the show, become a subscriber and one of my GVIPs. That's right. And I'm going to open it up exclusively to my GVIPs to ask questions. Now, we do have some goals tonight. If we do hit half a million likes, I will stop the show and I will do a giveaway. That's right. What are you going to give away, Ginger? What are you going to give away? I'm going to give away something good. So it either be um, a delicious piece of makeup or skincare. I'll ask you which is which, and then I'll be sending that to you this week if we hit half a million likes during Dear Ginger Light. How do we get likes? Little gifties, little uh, taps on the screen, and you can keep track of it all right up there. Right now we're at 11K. I'll be your bartender. You know, it's very sad. I could not get a, um, a drink man this evening. No? Mm-mm. Had to mix it myself. And I just used my, I just used my little, well, at least I've got these now. At least, at least we have these. Hello, June, beautiful. Uh, I'm so glad. Um, <laughs> listen, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be answering your questions live and the ones that you've already sent into DearGingerLad.com. I want to remind you that I am not a doctor, a psychiatrist, or a psychologist. If you face a medical emergency, stop watching TikTok and call emergency services in your country. Here in the United States, you can call or text 988. And if you need a complete worldwide list of emergency services in your country, go to DearGingerLad.com and you'll find your resources there. All right, so last week, I I listened to the show too. I'm a fan. Um, and I listened to the show on the podcast. Are you subscribed on your favorite podcast app? I listen to it on iTunes, but you can listen to it anywhere. Spotify, Google Play, um, just any, and I listen to it. Last week, I got very, very triggered and angry by quite a few of the questions. So I have decided I want to have a little bit more fun and keep it a little bit cute and light. So I alternated the questions between light and funny and dark and dark and funny and and then funny and dark. You know, you get the point, right? So I have a question for you. If you get to 25K, I'll give you the choice of the first question that I'm going to um, kind of read out loud. And then we will advise together here on Dear Ginger Lad. You're going to see all sorts of things behind me here on the screen. Yep, just saw uh, gingerladmerch.com if you're interested. There's merch, and then there's merch, and then there's and there's a lot of merch. There's a lot of merch, and if you'd like to support me, you can go to gingerlad.com and find a million ways to do that over there. Uh, again, I'd like to say hello to all of my GVIPs. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, we're almost to 25K. I want to ask you, please... First off, tap the screen. Second, name name something good that has happened to you this week. Very quickly, just, I got a new job. Or, grandbaby was born. Or, I just turned um, 180. Something like that. Something practical, something real. Put it out into the world. In this space, we come from a place of love, joy, and gratitude. Now, 
I'm also gonna answer these questions with a big dose of honesty from my point of view. If you've asked a question and you don't like the answer, well, just remember, you asked me first. Oh, that's lovely um, that you got a hug on Valentine's Day. Begin the Masters this coming week. Bless your heart, Rodney. You got that right. Have my taxes done and I get a refund. And Oh my God, you have so much money um, to to uh, to go and get a little bit of Ginger Lad merch. That's good to know. I'll look for your order tonight. Um, thank you so much. I am so glad that you are here. Remember the power of makeup. You know, it's earlier we were just doing a... Um, like get ready with me and tonight I used dollar store makeup dollar store now would I go out without the good lighting no <laughs> no but here we here it looks okay I'm going to put out a poll mm, I may have to take one of these off I, I'm just saying we may have to I may have to say goodbye to one of these because I, I have a poll for you do I have a poll for you? Of course, I've got a huge poll for you. And I'm going to pull up this poll right now, and we're going to start. Which question topic would you like me to start with first? I'm going to put that poll out there and let me know. All I have to do is um, go to my poll, go up the poll, down the poll. But I need an answer quickly. I have not done a look like this in a while. Yeah, so this actual uh, velour... <laughs> little number this is for this is for mean girls this is regina george's mom's um little little uh, velour outfit now I, I don't have the hair and all that that whole look and everything but i wore this at hard rock for my show at hard rock um as june george that's her name june george amy puller played the part right played amy puller but played the part um, and this is the velour um, tracksuit that I wear for that particular number. Don't get your um, tongue stuck on the pole. And if you do, it's perfectly fine. Just stay there for a while. Uh-oh, we have a tie. I'd like you to vote between these two, please. We have a tie between the Miami trip canceled and surprise vacay, 25% each. So just vote on A or B. We're going to start it again. Just vote on A or B. You like my tracksuit thank you so much it's got a big um like sparkle on on the on the um on the rumpus and i think it's a word that i'm not supposed to say on tiktok so i don't think i'll be showing you that double tap your screen after you've shared the live with your friends thank you jennifer you are amazing gypsy thank you so much it reminds me of the mean girls cool mom Yes, that's what I was saying. So this is June George's costume from Mean Girls. So exactly. If it reminds you of that, then I've done my job because it's what I have worn at my show uh, playing both Regina and her mother, June George, from the movie. That's, yes, yes, exactly right. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, mm. Well... See, this is what happens when you don't have a drink. Okay, so we're gonna start off with surprise vacay. Very good. Remember, you can ask your question here um, in 15 minutes if you're a subscriber. I'm gonna push a little button. Okay, better? Um, 
Mr. Lad. How are you doing? All right. First question. What was it? What did you, what did you say? Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc is not here. We have no drink master this evening. Nope. We are just... What was it? Was it the surprise vacay? Was that the very first one? Was it? Was it? What was the result from the text poll, please? Help me out. Surprise vacay. All right. So this has been written in. You ready? This is how this works. I'm going to read out the question. I'm going to give my advice. And I'm going to see what you think. Remember, keep it cute. Keep it real. Um, but come from a place of love, joy, and gratitude. Are you ready? Are you set? <laughs> I don't think you are. But I'm, I'm neither am I. But here we go. Dear Ginger Lad, am I a mm-mm for refusing to go on a trip because my husband didn't ask me? So today, when my, when my husband came home from work, he told me we are going on a trip for in two weeks. I asked what he meant by that and he answered that he booked a six day long vacation with hotel and everything for the two of us. For clarification, he didn't tell me anything about the idea beforehand. He didn't even ask if I wanted to go. So I politely told him he should have asked me first. And now that part I doubt. I, 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 can, I don't really think that you did. I don't think there was any way that you could have. Oh, honey, I'm politely gonna tell you. You didn't do that. I'm sure you did not. Are you watching this right now? If you want to cop up to, to being here, you're more than welcome to because we can ask you more questions. All right. So you said that I politely told him he should have asked me first because I can't just take a leave from work like that and, it, and I won't be going since I'm very busy at the moment. I suggested we could arrange a trip together at a time when we both have time. I couldn't wrap my head around why he didn't ask me first. <laughs> Julie, I don't think that she would be pleased if you went on her in her place on the vacation. He got mad after I said this, saying he meant it as a nice surprise and that I should stop being so uptight and enjoy life a little bit. Then he walked out and slammed the door at me. Am I the mm-mm here? Mm. All right. Let's break it down. First off, you both are children. There, I said it. <clears throat> the more that I do this, we're in season three now with Dear Ginger Lad. You can listen to all the episodes that I have out, season one, season two, the first two episodes of season three. The longer I do this, the longer I realize that good communication skills are very, very rare. I think that both of them are at fault, to tell you the truth. I do not believe, I don't believe that he should have just booked a trip. Don't you, what do you, do you think, do you think that he was out of line? If you do, if, do you think that the, the, the husband was out of line? I'm going to do a quick poll with you on TikTok. Happy face if you think that it was, um, it was a good thing that he did or sad face if you thought it was a bad thing that he did. 
all right? Please please answer the poll. I'm very curious what you think. Was it a good thing that he surprised his wife with a surprise vacation for two weeks? Or was it a bad thing that he didn't confer or ask or involve her in any of it and just sprung it on her? What is your, what is your um, opinion on this? He was trying to surprise and maybe should have asked, but her response was ungrateful. Why do I need to be grateful for something that I didn't ask for necessarily though? That would be so awesome. You would love that. You got goosebumps. Ooh, you guys, 28 of you think that it was a good idea. Let me, let's break this down. You're both working professionals. Your husband goes out and tells you, in two weeks at your job, you are going to have to insist from your employer that you will not be there for two weeks. How many of us could actually do that and not lose our job? I mean, if you're self-employed, even if you're self-employed, I mean, that's, that's really, really difficult to do. There's a lot of people out here saying, but wrong me you could do it hell no not happening i couldn't and that's the biggest issue here so many people walk through life thinking that they are the most important thing in the group that they have the most responsibility that they do the most that what they are doing is is pivotable, pivotal, pivot up. That is the most important thing that's happening. And unbeknownst to the husband, his wife cannot take a sudden break in the middle of of working or a project. I personally think that um, what he did was wrong. I don't think he did it out of malice. I just think he just did it because. You know, I would have to ask, why in the world would he believe that I could just jump when he wanted me to jump? Communication, when I do these shows, it is at such a deficit in most relationships. Correct. He should have known. Sudden is for emergencies, not for vacations. That is a, that's a really good point, Vicky. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you all are tapping. A lot of times during the show, you just kind of get enthralled in the answers. But I need you to tap. We've got some goals up there. Please help me reach those. Um, stay warm trophies, snowplow trophies, and even those crystal trophies. And subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. Remember, if you subscribe, you're about to ask a question for a question from all subscribers. If you want to ask a question today and have a possibility of me answering it, make sure you subscribe in the next couple of minutes. But I don't believe that she's in the right either. And I don't believe her story that she politely told him anything. Um, I don't think that he would have huffed out if it had been really thought out and polite and a sweet way that she had said it. But what if she doesn't have a job? She just said, right? He didn't ask if I wanted to go, so I probably told him to ask me first because I can't take leave from work like that, and I won't be going since I'm very busy at the moment. Talk to your significant other. Some of us, 
spend more time watching TV or hanging out with friends than talking to our significant others, getting to know them, taking them for advantage. If you want your relationship to important, to be important, you have to invest the time to create that line of communication. You need to know the ebb and flow of your partner. When is a good time to ask? When is not a good time to ask? You need to learn how they want to hear the question being posed. But many of us spend so much more time on anything else than developing the skills and understanding the nuances of the person that we have committed to for the rest of our life. Just because you put a ring on each other's finger doesn't then, it doesn't then stop getting to know each other for the rest of your life. And that's what I think about that. I know that I'm out of uh, favor with some of you. Most of you said that you would have very much liked it if someone were surprised a, a vacation. And that's what's so good about Dear Ginger Lad. I do learn from you. Um, and I'm trying to think if there was any way that this would have worked for me. Oh, bless. Cinnamon sticks. My husband calls me when he leaves work and we talk for his entire drive home. Thank you. That is so, so sweet. And it's really, really nice to hear that that still exists. Let's move on to the next question. And I told you that I'm going to open up questions exclusively to my GVIPs. What's a GVIP? GVIPs are my subscribers, of course, on TikTok and my subscribers. Hi, Instagram. For my subscribers over on Instagram. I invited our, the subscribers to Instagram. Hi, Instagram subscribers. If you want to ask a question in the next couple of minutes and you're a subscriber, please write out your question, perhaps in your little notes. And then when I open it up exclusively for subscribers, you'll be the first in line. Make sure to put as many details as you possibly can. And I just might answer your question right now here on Dear Ginger Lad. We're going to take a short break here. It's going to last seconds for you and maybe about five seconds for those listening on the podcast. Remember, you're listening to Dear Ginger Lad virtual advice on virtually everything. And we will be right back. Welcome back to Dear Ginger Lad virtual advice on virtually everything. I'm your host, Ginger Lad. Remember, you can always find out more about me at gingerlad.com and go to Dear Ginger Lad, that's L-A-D-D.com and ask your question. I might just ask answer your question on a future episode of Dear Ginger Lad live on TikTok. Remember, you can always catch the show live on Fridays at 4.30. Get ready with me. And then at 7 o'clock is the main event. So great to have you here. Oh, uh, podcasters, you really should tune in because I am just I stunning. Just absolutely. I am giving, oh my goodness. Let me just really do a little bit more. Just gorgeous. You're missing out. You should join us. Just imagine the most beautiful person you've ever seen and then throw that out the window and imagine me instead. <laughs> so are you, Jessica. So are you. 
Oh my goodness. So great to have you all here, except for you. Uh, thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to open this all up to my subscribers. Let's, let's turn on with my, with, uh, no, not there. <laughs> Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Um, let's go to the settings. And I am going to, on comment settings, remember, I'm going to allow my subs only to chat for the next five minutes. If you're one of my subscribers and you have a question for me, please let me know in five, four, three, nope, two, one. Now it's open only to my subscribers. So hello, subscribers. Nice to see you. Why don't you throw up some emotes? Emotes. Let me know if you are here and you want to ask a question. And if you don't, um, my subscribers, I'm going to ask you. Mm, that one, that one's tough. That one's tough. Rodney has asked the best way to deal with grief of my mother. All right. I do get asked this question quite a bit. Hello, babe. I'm so glad you're here, Tasha. Nightlife BB. Thank you so much, my doll. Just got the number one gifter badge. And I really do appreciate you. I really, really do. All right, well, it looks like Rodney is the only GVIP that has a question, uh, and specifically about mourning and grief. Remember, you're watching a show that is all about advice on life. Mm. We've got two very good questions. Tasha, it just came in under the, under the buzzer after uh, Rodney's question. You asked, how can you trust after cheating? So um, I'm assuming you mean, how can you trust someone after they have cheated? You can't. You can't. Is that hard to hear? You can't. Infidelity in the time of HIV and everything else, you can't, in my opinion. You can come to an understanding that, the, that if the two of you want to try again, but there's no clean slate. You can't just forget, can you? How can you trust? you're going to have to realize that you are with a person now that you have caught doing something to damage your relationship. There is no amount of control that you can exert to make sure that they don't do it again. You're gonna have to come, listen to me. If you're going to stay together with someone that has cheated, you are going to have to decide whether or not you can fully forgive them and move on. But can you trust someone to not do it again? No. My husband and I have been together for 18 years and I still get jealous. I still check in. I still make sure that I look good for him. And I worry sometimes. And so I ask, I'm honest, I'm human. 
I believe a reason why some people stay together after there's been infidelity in a, in a, in a relationship is because of the family. But I'm going to tell you from personal experience, from a family unit, from the child's point of perspe uh, perspective, my, you maybe think that you're doing something great for the family, but you're setting the worst example for your children. If you're going to stay with someone who has cheated with you, you're going to have to completely forgive them and move on. When I, when I started my relationship with Mr. Ladd, I asked him for one particular thing. I asked my husband unconditionally I said, I realize that it's hard to go through life, maybe not telling a white lie or a lie at times. With me, I told him, I need one person in this lifetime, one who I can completely trust. One. I need one person who I can trust everything out of his mouth. And one person who I will exercise that with as well. One person, I've got to turn this light away from me. One person that I do not have to use any type of manipulation on, that I do not have to watch or mince my words that I can say what I really want to say. Melissa is saying, I've been, I've been there, been cheated on. I take a lot of counseling. I won't forget. My morals are better. The question for anybody, um, you do not need to answer this, anyone. If you've experienced infidelity in your relationship, why have you stayed? So I'm going to tell you from personal experience, being in a family... As an adult, I reflect on my family. My parents should have separated when I was about in the third or fourth grade. I believe they would have still had a chance of happiness. My mother and father spent their last years screaming at each other at the top of their lungs. And let me tell you, when you and your husband own a two-family house, and every single day, you hear that screaming through the walls. It takes me right back to being in, in the third grade and wishing that they had had the courage to leave each other. The other question that was asked was by Rodney. I'm gonna open this back up to everyone I do want your comments. Let me just go into settings. Let me open it up to everyone else. Remember, I'm gonna do this one more time. If you want to be part of this conversation during these questions, just become a subscriber. I'm gonna take off sub-only chats. Everybody is welcome to comment now. 
The other question that we have that I'm not sure that we have as much time to deal with is on grief. I have a lot of experience of losing very close family members. You know, when I was when I was little, within one year I lost my brother, my grandparents, an aunt, in a matter of nine months. And because I, I believe because my parents did not get counseling, because I didn't get counseling, we all developed neuroses. I became anorexic. My mom became reclusive. My father looked for love in other places. I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist or a counselor. The only thing I can, I, I firmly believe that I can say about grief, it's okay to grieve. Grief, loss, for me, it becomes a passenger of my life. When my little brother died, that has stayed with me for the rest of my life. If no one's told you this, you're allowed to grieve as long as you need to grieve. It is okay to cry. And it is okay to carry that with you for the rest of your life. okay well Robin you and I have that in common Robin's talking about her mother with Alzheimer's and then some of us have to grieve in different ways sometimes we don't lose somebody but we lose them mentally my mother has been getting worse and it's as if I have been grieving for a person who is still living I had to grieve the loss of what I wanted from a mom instead of someone who dotes on my children and does all the grandma things. It's a bit of a horror show. I live with that grief every single time I see her. And then on top of the grief, I shame myself for the way I feel. So Rodney, my sweetheart, there is no getting over losing someone as close to us as our mother or our brother or a dear friend or chosen family. There's no getting over it. There's learning 
to let the passenger accompany you unhindered. And occasionally, it will touch your heart. And that's okay too. You're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to grieve. Thank you so much for watching, uh, Dear Ginger Lad. Virtual advice on virtually everything. I've got some more questions for you. I hope that you're ready to let me know in the comments below and in the poll which one you would like to hear next. Now, we've already answered surprise vacay. So I'm going to put up a text poll. It really got me. And which question topic next? I'm going to start this. Just don't pick surprise vacay. Which one would you like to hear next? bless. Grief has been a passenger since I was before a, my, a teenager. I have, that has been with me throughout my life. So maybe it's easier for me to finally kind of come to that conclusion. I hope what I said resonates with you, Rodney, and I hope that anything that I said helps. It probably doesn't. Usually nothing Here's, here's one thing I can advise for people. When you discover that someone has lost somebody, please do not tell that person that the person they've lost is in a better place. Don't. Please don't tell them that they're up in heaven looking down at them. Don't. Because when you're grieving, the last thing that we want to hear is you tell us that you're, that you're invalidating our feelings and you're trying to not let us feel how we feel. Stop trying to convince someone not to grieve. It's not going to work. Everything happens for a reason. Bullshit. Sometimes bad things happen and there's no explaining them how do you explain my little brother who was two years old getting a brain tumor and dying everything happens for a reason that followed 15 years of anorexia of, of beatings of being locked into my room to being kicked out of the house I could have done without that. All that pain and suffering in my life. I am ready personally. Now this is not normally something part of Dear Ginger Lad, but I'm just going to say it and I'm gonna put it out into the universe and I hope that you can uh, follow suit. 
I deserve a happy life. And right now, I just don't, I just don't have one. Not, 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 yeah, I don't. I am not super happy right now. We are dealing with a lot of trauma that has happened in our lives, personally. Loss. And I'm not finding, personally, myself, Ginger, a lot of joy in most of the things that I'm doing right now. It's better some days, some days it's not. I come on here on this show because I'm usually surrounded by some of the most amazing community that I have ever experienced in my life. I have met more good people on Instagram and TikTok than I have in person. There's something about putting yourself and broadcasting to the world your heart. And sometimes, sometimes it attracts people who are exactly like you. Thank you, DJ. That whole, I, I remember that whole campaign of It Gets Better. Remember? Sometimes it doesn't. But I'm actively trying to pull myself up and out. I've, I've lost a lot of trust in humanity. I don't know about you. Good, Vicky. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. See, I know at times that it's not always going to be rainbows and happiness for me. And that I have to work through my own feelings and pain. But that doesn't mean I have to be a total a-hole while I'm going through it. And what lifts me out is this show, is all of my shows and being with you. It lifts me up. Come for the makeup. Stay for the love. Because you are more important to me than you ever would know and have been kinder to me than every single blood relative of mine. Thank you so much for watching Dear Ginger Lad. Virtual advice on virtually everything. Where did no? Where did where did where did we land? Where did we land? Mmm, girl. Oh. <laughs> where did we land on, on the next question? Which question are we going to answer? What was it? Yes. Which question was it that we were going to answer? Well, she just asked what's happening. This is Dear Ginger Lad, uh, season three, episode three is my advice show. It's sort of a Dear Abby mixed with me. <laughs> Facebook engagement. That's right. That's right. Let's answer that next question. I have another letter from 
So he just wrote this in. So, dear Ginger Lad, am I a jerk for not telling my parents about my engagement before posting it to Facebook? Well, that's the first thing you did wrong. You did it on Facebook. Why didn't you do it on TikTok for the follows? I'm just, I'm just saying. No. <laughs> first mark, wrong, wrong. Ginger, so when I first met my partner, my parents were angry. I had just gotten out of a very toxic relationship and wasn't looking for anything serious, but I met my partner and we connected immediately. Through the majority of our relationship, my parents have had the same stance. They aren't supportive and they don't want to meet or hear about my partner. And that I'm a, um, that I sleep around a lot and there's other words that we can't say. Well, we got engaged in December. Mazel. <laughs> we didn't tell anyone person to person with the exception of their mom knowing ahead of time. So your partner's mother knew ahead of time. We didn't tell anyone in person. We just posted on social media. My parents lost their effing minds. They said it was wrong that they found out on Facebook and that my partner didn't ask them for permission. Okay, give me a break. Let me add, I'm nearly effing 30 years old. They dislike my partner mainly because they have tattoos and piercings. They also have a weird obsession with my dating and mm -mm life. Am I a jerk for posting on Facebook and not telling them in person? I'd like to open this up to all of you. If you think the person was wrong for posting their engagement without telling their family first, do a happy face. If you think they did the right thing, do a sad face. If you think they did the right thing, and just because they the parents are such they're the parents are the drama, give me a sad face. Happy face if you think that the parents have a right to be angry. Not wrong in this circumstance. The parents were, yes. The parents were not going to be supportive anyway, right? Right? There was not, there was not gonna be a single win here, was there? Strict parents, it isn't their fault. Um, excuse me, look over there. <laughs> Something's blocked my straw. That's what happens when I don't have um, a person to uh, to give me my drinks. All right, so sad face is winning. They still deserve respect. Let me ask you. Let me, wait, who said that? Because I really do want to have a conversation with you and I'm not trying to pick a fight. Okay, L Rice, glad you're here. Welcome, my name is Ginger Lab. L. Rice, 6522, writes that they still deserve respect. I'm going to, I'm going to pin that comment so everyone can see it. When does it come a point that a child no longer has to live up to some archaic standards because their parents had sex?
I'm a parent. I have two grown kids. What are you talking about? How can you tell your parent that you are... Um, so that's a different uh, question altogether. Twyla, um, maybe we can answer that question. But right now we're on the question of, was it wrong for this person to post their engagement without telling their parents first, knowing farewell that the parents wouldn't have said anything nice anyway? If their parents raised them, I think they should have the chance to know before the world. Um, so my parents raised me. My parents, my parents beat me. I stayed home from school until the bruises would go away. They locked me in my room and let me out to go to the restroom. I had straight A's, spoke multiple languages, played the violin, and when they found out that I was gay, they kicked me out of the house. I didn't have a car, money, and they wouldn't let me back in. Tell me, tell me, because you can't, that all parents deserve respect. Tell me. I barely made it out alive. I got a full ride scholarship. I got a full ride scholarship because of academics, the violin, um, my language skills. It's the only thing that saved me. I slept on strange men's couches or their beds. I was 17. Don't tell me that all parents deserve respect. You can't. Because they don't. Kids like me can't choose their, their, their parents. Well, it's the truth, Ashton. That's what happened. Just so happened, at least for that first six months of being out of the house, I had met two guys who were a couple at the university. I had gone one time, I snuck to it, to the um, gay and lesbian uh, transgender club at my, my town's university because I was so desperate for community. And I had their telephone number. And they came and picked me up. They gave me clothes. And I would I felt very guilty. So I I started working and went to school. I worked at a call center. And then when my shift ended, I would go to school. Sleep and then go to the call center. Don't tell me all that all parents deserve respect. Not all parents are good parents. Not all people should have children. And you know I'm right. I'm okay now. But all of that is carried with me for the rest of my life.
most gay, lesbian, trans, non-binary kids still get the same treatment. When I hear of good stories, it makes me so, so happy. I'm not jealous. I am so glad that there's a sea change happening out in the world. Oh no, Ellie. L, I was not I was not good for a long time. Do you know it precipitated me double majoring and double minoring. I thought to myself, maybe if I get two degrees in the same amount of time as everyone else, then they'll love me. Maybe when I get my first big job, if I get it very close to them, eventually they'll want to see me again. And I found myself after graduation on the doorstep of a therapist in San Francisco saying, I don't know who I am anymore. I lived most of my life trying to gain the parents that I wanted. And this leads back to what we were talking about earlier with grief. It was the first time that I understood the concept of grieving people who were still alive. It was the first time that I actually discovered what my boundaries were. And when I had that breakthrough with that therapist, I didn't know who I was anymore. And then I really rebelled. Well, Teresa, I love you for being such an amazing ally and amazing mother. So Ashley, what I'm talking about is someone, we were talking about a question. Someone had actually um, announced their engagement to their uh, betrothed on Facebook without consulting their parents and telling the parents first. And while we do not have all the details, and maybe, in fact, this kid is just awful. I don't know. See, I, I get so little details. You have to just kind of pick a side. And I choose to think that if you are going to make a decision in your life as an adult, there's no reason that I have to confer with anybody else except myself. I will not spend the rest of my life trying to gain or garner the love of people who are cruel to me. Eventually, the relationship dies. And you don't care anymore about in that little room with your first therapist in San Francisco that you have been spending all of your life trying to get two people to love you who don't. Stop making up narratives of other people's lives. Giving the benefit of the doubt's fine, and we don't have all the details here.
tapping is tipping. Sharing is caring. If you're not tapping, you're napping. <laughs> so I'm not as much upset. It's just I want to give everyone a reality check. For those of you who had an amazing upbringing, I am really happy for you. I don't covet what you have or had with your family. But not all of us have that. I'm one of the enlightened ones. I see through your BS in about 30 seconds after I meet you. When you've had to scrap and survive, you learn which person is probably going to hurt you or hit you next. You look for the signs, the mannerisms, the language patterns of crazy. And I don't abide crazy in my life. And neither should you. You deserve to have a rich life with boundaries. And you have to make the decision as an adult if the pain is worth it anymore for a certain relationship. I take care of my mother now because it's the right thing to do. And almost childlike. Knowing that there's not really any chance it's ever going to change. I hold on to just a little bit of hope. That maybe someday they'll love me completely. And if they don't, that I love myself enough for all of us. You're watching Dear Ginger Lad, virtual advice on virtually everything. I'm your host, Ginger Lad. And you're joining me here on season three, episode three of the podcast. I appreciate you being here so much. Listen, not only do I love you unconditionally, I love you, you without expectations. Do you hear me? None of you owe me anything. And I owe you nothing. If I want to share more with you, I will. But I will not be coerced, manipulated, and compromising myself or my happiness anymore. So uh, to answer that question, are you, the, are you a jerk for not telling your parents? No, no, my doll, no. You're an autonomous adult human being. though you knew what you were doing and I think this 
is actually coming to a place you know that you're not really in the wrong, but you want you want us to pet you. You want us to tell you, poor you. Stop being a victim. Start being an adult. Adults, don't worry about what other adults think about them. People who are whole are not looking for validation from other people. Let's let me choose one of the next questions. And I saw you saying that you thought my, my nails were pretty. Thank you. These are crazy nails. And I do want to shout out this particular brand. Oh, I do have a savings code on my website. I do. I was about to say there's no affiliation. Hashtag, they're not paying me to say this. Okay, there's a there's a little coupon code if you want to. These nails are from Strawberry. Strawberry Moon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's try it again. Hi, I'm Ginger Ladd, mumbling spokesperson for Strawberry Moon at Strawberry Moon Nails. They're luxury nails and they're delicious. Mmm, oh, tastes just like strawberries. They don't taste like strawberries, but they're cute, they're gorgeous, and the person who made these for me, I absolutely adore. You can find a code to Strawberry Moon Nails on my website, gingerlad.com. <laughs> Do any of you have a question for me? Put it down below. Do you have a question for me? Now, we've already got, gotten into grief, interpersonal relationships with your parents. You rock. No, you rock. You rock. <laughs> I'm actually having to sit up on my knees right now because I can't look. No, I can't lower the desk. Hi, Mama Bear. So glad you're here. If any of you have a question for me right now, you can ask it right here, right now on Dear Ginger Lad. Otherwise, in 10 seconds, I'm moving on to the next question. And I think that I might answer this question about Miami. Mm-hmm. L, we need to hang out. Well, you don't live in my neighborhood, do you? Ah, <laughs> uh, glad you're here. Glad you're here. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. I feel like I'm bisexual. Detroit. <laughs> yes, a little far. A little far. Listen, let's talk to you, Isaiah, sweetheart. Um, how old are you, Isaiah? You didn't find mine. Did you post it up here? Okay, so Isaiah, you're 29. Um, are you still dependent on your family financially? Do you need uh, a... So you, is the question of how do I know what my sexuality is? Or is the question, you think that you're bisexual and you're in a position where should you come out, it would be a bad thing. I was mentioning this earlier, Jennifer. So. 
I only have three questions that were answered correctly with, with everything that needed to be put in on the form. So the three, the three questions I have answered um, are from, let me see, a loving friend, Tiger Lily, and loving his way. I do like both. Well, I'm not going to ask you about, uh, personally, I'm not asking about your bisexuality. I'm, I'm just wondering, do you have, are you worried? What are you worried about? What is, what is the question then? It sounds like you are very, very um, certain of the fact that you like both men and women. Question I'm trying to get Isaiah to, to respond to is, is there really a question? You think that you're bisexual. That, <laughs> uh, what's the question? So this is again, how can I help my nephew that is being bullied in school and he is gay? He got hurt. Mama Bear, how old is your nephew? How old is your nephew? Hi, girl. So I'm not trying to leave because they're gay. All right, Mama. So this actually, I'm, I'm worried for them being 14 years old. So you need to start having a paper trail, or at least the family does. And there needs to be documentation right now. So someone needs to sit down and write out the timeline, and this needs to be sent to the superintendent of your schools. If you're getting no response from the, from the school itself, if the school is not doing anything, this needs to be sent to the superintendent of the entire district. And if you do not get enough of a response, feel free to email me, contact at gingerlad.com because I'll make a video myself and I'll make sure that this gets the attention that it deserves. You got that right. Here's the next question I have. You know that's right. <laughs> How about we answer a viewer question that came into DearGingerLad.com. Dear Ginger Lad, I've been blessed to have a wonderful friend come into my life and we've become very close. As sometimes happens in life, an unexpected event has come into mind, and I worry about them. She is strong, yet there's a beautiful vulnerability and sensitivity about her that I adore. My questions to you, should you ever find yourself in a similar situation, what, if any type of discussions, do you think might be beneficial for both of you and your friend to discuss, or would you even want to discuss the situation with her at all? I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, dear Ginger Lad, for your help. So this question was written in by someone calling themselves a loving friend. Um, listen, a loving friend. Withholding information in a relationship is not healthy. Withholding creates animosity. Withholding becomes an excuse for the person who's not telling. I'm gonna ask you a question. If I were diagnosed with a terminal illness, would you want me to tell you? Or would you just want me to die and never mention it? You're gonna hear the wind blowing because I'm wearing a velour track suit and this is your ASMR moment.
and we're back. Hi, uh, this is Dear Ginger Lad Virtual Advice on Virtually Everything. So, it's deep. And you know, no one knows deep better than me. <laughs> um, that's up to you. I love listening to the wind. Exactly. So Jennifer, here's the thing. Um, for a loving friend, tell them, don't tell them. Just know that there'll be repercussions for both. You're, you're in, in this particular question, you're asking a question as if there's only going to be repercussions if you tell the person. What kind of mistrust are you might, might you be uh, sowing if you don't tell them? Believe me, I know when people aren't telling me things. And it creates a divide. At least it does for me. Without having more details, that's all I can say. Your life is yours. Do with it as you please. But remember, everything has a consequence. Not just telling the bad news, but not telling the bad news could sometimes be worse. Let's answer another question for someone who is watching our show right now. Dear Ginger Lad, I'm struggling with speaking up about things that I don't like or that bother me. My hardest is my landlady who says things like, I can't even say that. It's a negative word for someone who is um, limited, all right? So it says things like he's an R word when hiring a person living with a de developmental disability or, or you might like them, they're part of your team. I'm by, especially when she does it in front of others. I'm a pleaser and don't like confrontation, but then feel like should, shoulda, woulda, coulda guilt. I live in a trailer on her property. Mm. I've spoken to her about many things already. She has gotten better. I also don't want to be in conflict with her, so I let many comments slide in, in the moments, then beat myself up later for not speaking up. What should I do? Signed, loving. I need you to sit down with a piece of paper and I need you to write out at least three new <sighs> this is frustrating for me because I just find like a lot of people don't do this you we us deserve boundaries and there are boundaries being broken left and right here Can I ask you if you're if you have a trailer on this person's property? Why are you spending any social time with a person who's your landlady? That's number one. What what I had to do with my parents, I had to set exquisite boundaries for myself and not them. I'm going to stand up. I had to set exquisite boundaries. And when I say the word exquisite, I'm saying it because in that way because I want to honor them. My exquisite boundaries are the ones I needed to set for my own mental health. Why haven't you done the same for yourself? 
we can have different boundaries for every single subset or every single person that we know. And your landlady is no different. So I would advise you to treat this person as a person who you give money to, but no longer looking towards them or for them for comfort and friendship. That's what I would say. Because there is no way in the world you could convince me to be around someone who calls anyone, developmentally or not, disabled, the R-word. And if I wanted to keep my trailer on their property, I know that I would need to stay away from them. That's my advice for you, my doll. Set up exquisite boundaries, marvelous boundaries, unyielding boundaries for yourself. Because if you don't, people like this, people like this person will walk all over you and make you feel even worse. That's my advice. I have one more question I'd like to answer from a write-in. No, 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 no. I'm going to save this one. It's actually a question about makeup. Again, you're watching Dear Ginger Lad virtual advice on virtually everything, but not makeup. We do that all the time. No, this is all about love, life, and relationships. You're going to have to make a decision, loving. Remember, I'm about to get really real with you here. Please don't let what I'm about to say ruin any type of our relationship. You have asked me a question and I'm going to actually answer you back. And I'm not going to worry about your feelings right now. There are too many people who, who and I'm not saying this is you, too, there's a lot of people in this world that want advice, but they want you to tell it to them in a certain way or they're looking for validation and they're hoping that you're going to give it to them. That's not what this show is. We can, we can rightly so disagree because it is your life, not mine, but you have asked me a question and so I'm going to, I'm going to counter. You said the person can be nice sometimes. She can be very giving sometimes. And then other times she's completely out of line. That cancels everything for me, my dear. Everything. My two children would be considered the R word with your landlady. I will not associate with someone who uses that word. And I will call out anyone who does. If it doesn't directly affect you, if you don't have someone developmentally uh, disabled in your family, it may not resonate. But what I often do, if someone is maligned, I think of, try to think about in an empathetic, anthropological way how it would feel if they were talking about my family. And it changes everything. Make the world your family. Personally, I try to stand up for everything. I'm still not all that woke, I'm sure. But at least I try. 
And I'm not going to compromise my integrity or my personal boundaries. It's not going to change. You are not going to change the person. If you're looking for advice of how to change them, you're not. So stop trying. Stop pushing your agenda onto them. Because they have their own agenda and they're trying to push it onto you. I will tell you that we, we and I, you and I were in mixed company and your landlady were there. And she would use a negative word like the R word for someone who is developmentally disabled. I would think that you think the same thing if you didn't speak up. God. We need to stop being quiet. We need to be stop being quiet about trans children being murdered. We need to stop being quiet about brown and black brothers and sisters getting killed because of the color of their skin. We need to stop being quiet just to keep things safe. We, the people of this world, we, do you know that we're the majority? Do you know that? That those people are such a minority? Start hurting a few feelings. I'm gonna tell you, sometimes it can make you feel and yeah, it might make your friend uh, group just a little bit smaller, smaller, but I don't need friends like that. Do you? And do you want other people to think that is, that is how you think? I love you. But I try to give you the advice that most people will not. I listen to, I listen to advice shows. Really, I do. And usually these advice shows seem so saccharine. Oh, if you just maybe work out. It's usually not how life works. Not really. People are always on the take. They're always trying to get something. That's the way I've always found it to be. That people are always looking for a little tit for tat. I am trying to, my best to, to plug in this phone elegantly and I am not, I am, girl, help me. <laughs> there we go. All right. For me, I find being gracious is easier than being unkind. And you know what's even easier? Not dealing with a person at all. That's even easier. Telling myself, for example, I now will never do a social event with my landlady. Period. I won't go over to her house for dinner. Period. If you feel, now let me say who's the expert in all this, you are. You can always make the choice if you want to live with this. But when you make that choice that you want to live with this, 
you might just lose other people in your life because of it. Boundaries, exactly right. Sometimes we stay in relationships because we are lonely. Sometimes we stay in, ab in abusive family situations or friendships because we have no one else. Oh, baby, I understand that. Can I take these off right now? This is just killing me. Oh. I stayed with men. You know, the thing that I learned from these parents of mine who smacked each other around, smacked me around. When I was kicked out of the house, who did I look? What type of men was I drawn to? The ones that would hit me or burn me or cheat on me. told you about finally coming to understanding that I was living most of my life for my parents it was that at that moment that I discovered wait I have value too and when I understood that I had value there was a small lull in any kind of social activity dating until, until I started to reset and realize who I was again. And then a few months later, I met the man that I've spent the last 18 years with. It was only until I became clear of what's important to me in this life that I finally found someone who I deserve. I'm gonna tell you this has been a very special Dear Ginger Lad. Virtual advice on virtually everything. Now I am going to be back. Wait a second. I'm not gonna be back. My family wants to watch a movie with me. So right now I'm gonna film some cameos, personalized videos just for you. You can get a cameo for yourself or someone that you love at cameo.com slash Ginger lad, listen to me, all of you. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to lose on setting boundaries and expectations for yourself. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of self-love. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And if no one has told you that they love you today, 
I love you unconditionally. See you soon. This has been Dear Ginger Lad, virtual advice on virtually everything. If you have a question for a future episode, follow on TikTok at GingerLad and at Dear Ginger Lad, L-A-D-D. Submit your advice questions on DearGingerLad.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Sending you love, joy, and gratitude from your dear Ginger Lad.